What a blessing to be in God's house today. I just, I give him praise. Is the, I'm telling you, really, we could probably just go home. Because of, you know, just worshiping him and loving him and expressing. I'm telling you, my throat's almost sore from praising. <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I've been yelling. I'm losing my voice, I think. But God's just so good and so great. And I love with everyone this morning. And you know, he puts a table out before us and his children. And when we come into his house as a family, he has the biggest spread out before us that we can eat of his word for he is the bread of life. And he's so wonderful. And I just give him praise today. You know, last week, Pastor Garrett preached on uh, what you don't know can hurt you. Thinking on that word this week and how that God has given us so much, and He said, My people perish for lack of knowledge. So, what you don't know can hurt you and it can literally destroy you. He said, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So, God is giving us knowledge through His word. That's one of the reasons we're together here is to hear the word, to loving together, to unite together, to gain from his wisdom. And just so good. And, and Pastor Garrett preached Wednesday night on the way of wisdom. And that was so good because there is a way in which we're to walk. And so that's why he says, what you don't know can hurt you. Get the way of wisdom in your life. And I love how God just brings everything together so that we don't lack for anything in our lives. I love the Word of God. So I'm going to grab hold of that what you don't know can hurt you, and I want to bring some things to you to help you. God wanted us to be knowledgeable that we wouldn't be hurt, that we could walk in the fullness of His Spirit, in the whole armor of God. And today, because our enemy... Uh, goes around, the Bible says, like a roaring lion, seeking whoever he can devour. So God, with the whole armor, enables us as a mighty army to rise up, not only individually, but together, to stand against the powers of God. Now, before I go into uh, the book of Ephesians this morning, I just did a little bit of study about Paul, where he was at the time that this uh, Ephesians 6 was written. And they said, of course, he was the apostle. Am I okay with this? Or I'm breaking in and out? Okay. Uh, of God's first century church. So what he has to say then and what he wrote down is still necessary for us today, 2,000 years ago. And he was imprisoned in Rome at that time. And he was under the eye of the soldiers, the Roman soldiers. He was right there. And it was during this time that he wrote the epistles of the church, where he wrote the book of Ephesians. And he wrote Colossians and Philemon and those. But the main one I want to talk about today is the Ephesian people, that he was writing these words to encourage them and to help them. So for living for two years with the Roman soldiers, 
he, they made an impression on him. And I think sometimes how we look at things, even when we preach, how we try to make a comparison with the natural birth, with the physical birth, with the natural marriage, with the marriage of, you know, the wedding of Christ, and things like that, how we make comparisons because it helps us to understand some of the things that we're dealing with. So I believe while Paul was in the prison that God began to inspire him and to begin to speak to him as he saw the soldiers and how strong they were and how that the equipment that they needed was put on them to protect them from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet. So when he was there, I believe through that inspiration that he began to see that as God's people, there is an armor that God has for us. And he began to physically begin in his mind, think this is what we need as the body of Christ because he knew we were at war. And I believe he was praying about that. God, we need an armor. We need something to be able to stand that because we're fighting invisible things. And so God, as I look at these Roman soldiers, how they would protect themselves against the enemy, that they were prepared for battle. And they knew they had an enemy, and they had everything on to protect them. But I want to run back to uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 1 through 6. Because Paul was so desirous for the people of God to understand that he said in verse 1, he said, Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and the gentleness of Christ, who right now he was in their presence, am lowly. He said, I'm lowly among you, but being absent, I'm bold toward you. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though he said we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons, he said, of our warfare... They're not carnal or fleshly, but they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So Paul knew how important it was for us to understand that we had an enemy and that what we were fighting was not of this world. Even the enemy works through people, but it's the invisible force, the spiritual realm that we come up against. And we can only come up against that through the power and the authority that God, that Jesus Christ did on that cross. He died that we might have the power and authority through the Holy Spirit that we would stand in Him covered with the whole armor of God, receiving Christ Jesus on, in, and through our life, and knowing that our hope and our salvation is from the work on that cross, that he died, that we would not be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, that we would have the truth of God 
within us. So if, if you'll put up Ephesians 6, 10 through 8, Paul sitting here in prison writing this. I think that's amazing because some people will think, well, God doesn't love me. Here I am. I'm thrown in this prison in a place that nobody cares about me and, and nobody wants to hear anything that I've got to say. But you know, his love and his strength was not through people, but it was through Christ, his Lord, who he loved and was literally willing to die for him. His belief was that strong. So this is the warfare that uh, Paul was speaking about. He said, finally, my be strong in the Lord. Might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the tricks, the strategies, the schemes, everything that he plots and plans against us because we have to have the power and the authority of God. And that's the whole armor that's standing in him and what he has done for us. He said, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And there is an authority that Satan sets up in his kingdom Satan sets up the principalities. Their powers vary and are different, just like in a physical army. You have your admirals, your generals, all these that are lined up, and that's how Satan lines his up. There are principalities, uh, spirits over uh, areas and different things like that. He has a realm of authority that he has set up to fight against the kingdom of God. And that's why we have to have the power and the the understanding of God in our lives to be able to, to stand against the powers of the enemy. So he said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Do you think we stand in an evil day? Do you think that we need to know the power and the authority of God and understand it in our life? and know how to stand in it? Well, he said, I'm giving you a spiritual weapon or weapons. So in verse 14, he said, therefore, take up or put on that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. We need the weapons that God has given to us to be able to stand in this last day. And then he said, be ready, be spiritually ready in your life. And this is what Paul said you're going to have to do. You're going to have to stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And he said, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. He said you need to be strong. 
as God's children, as his people. We need to put on the full armor, and we need to pray. In James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Do you know how to resist him? Do you have what it takes? Are you armored up? Are you prepared? Are you ready to walk this walk daily in Christ? Because it is an invisible sphere which we walk in and what we fight, and we have to have the things of God in our lives. Every area of our life with the armor is protected. Each piece is strategic, and it has a purpose. Can you put the uh, armor up? Thank you. In this, the soldiers were very well prepared and very well secure in what they had on and what they did. And usually, like, we'll go with the, the belt of truth right now, that the belt of truth is, in other words, he had everything around him to secure. The truth is what will secure you in your walk. You need the truth. And Pastor Garrett has been preaching the ancient path, which is so good. And all I'm here today to do is to remind you of what God did on that cross that you might have victory in your life. And to have that victory, you're going to have to have the truth of God. Not partial truth, but truth to encourage you, to make you strong, because that's going to hold so many things together through the truth of God. And one of Satan's greatest tactics, I think, against us is to deceive us. If we don't have the truth, we can be deceived in our everyday life. The truth of God will prevent you from walking down roads you don't want to walk around down and never meant to. The truth will keep you from doing that because, you see, he is the father of lies. That's what he's called in the word of God. He is the father of lies. And he knows how to whisper in your ear and for you to justify everything that you need to have justified in your life. Well, I want to do this, and well, he said that. But if you know the truth of the word of God, that we dig down in this here in this church, and we're digging down deep to make sure that we stand firm and we stand strong in the word of God. And such an anointing on pastor for you for that. I'm telling you, in this time, because the days are evil, he says the days are evil. Wake up. Be alert. Because your enemy is roaming around wanting to devour you, wanting to get rid of you, wanting to destroy you. Satan's purpose is to steal, to kill, and destroy. And let me tell you, he doesn't care how he does it. He will try to find a weakness in your life. He will do anything to find a weakness in your armor. He will do anything to, to, to kill you. And like Kim, I've been around a long time, and I've faced many snares, but his amazing grace, many things that you face through life. And if it was not for this armor, if it was not for the truth around you, I don't know how many of us would be sitting here today if we did not have the truth of God, the word of God strong in us to say, I'm not going that, and you're not telling the truth, and I'm not going to believe you. You have to stand up and fight what you know is a lie. 
That's why he said, put on the belt of truth. You have to put it on. He's prepared it for you. He's laid it out for you. You're going to have to pick up that truth. You're going to have to use it. You're going to have to stand. Having done all, Paul said, to stand against the tricks, the strategies of the devil. And you know, there's no time that, that you're going to be able to say, well, you know, I'm going to rest for a while, so I'm going to take this armor off and lay it over here to the side. I had somebody say that to me one time. Well, God wants us to rest every now and then. I said, well, I think you're making a big mistake taking that armor off because the minute you lay it down, Satan's going to tromp all over you. He's going to rob from you. He's going to steal you. And if he can, he'll kill you. That's the chance you take when you take off the authority of God, the, the uh, uh, armor of God, and you rest on your own knowing and your own ability. Because believe me, we're not that smart to stand against our enemy. And we better hang on to the truth of God because he defeated, defeated Satan and hell. But we have to rise up and do what he tells us to do and put the word of God as a family in our life that we eat this word together, we worship together, we get strengthened every week. We need church. <laughs> yes, you can stay home, you can read, you can pray, you can study. But there's something about one can put a 1,000 on the run, two can put 10,000 on the run. But when we join together in faith and in unity, you watch all hell run in the name of Jesus. We are a strong army. We are a strong force in this land. But only as we take hold of the truth, the truth of the word of God and realize what he has died for us, what he paid for us on that cross. All the tolls and say, praise God, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah, what he has done in our life. So when we walk in truth, that truth will reflect our lifestyle. It will reflect our strength of faith. It will reflect everything when we realize we're walking in truth. People will see something about you. And that, that's what he's been preaching. We don't have to go uh, stand and ring bells for ourselves or blow our horn. What's in you, people will come to you for. They will see a truth in you. They will see a strength in you that goes beyond what this world can offer. And believe me, when trouble comes, they come to you. They may not want to talk to you before that or may not care anything about you and may yell at you in between time and say, I don't even like you. But when trouble comes and they know what you have in your life and they know what you stand for, they let go of all that and come and say, can you help me? I've had that happen so many times in my life. Because when Satan gets you down and he gets you in a, what do you call that lock where they put your shoulders to the ground? Whatever that is. Some kind of lock. But they get you down. That's what I was just seeing in my heart. They push you down and you can't get up. And that's exactly what he wants to do. He wants to push you down. He wants to put you down where you can't get up. And we have to fight. We have a fight of faith. Paul said, I fought the good fight of faith. I fought it. I know what it's like. It didn't come easy, but I have won and I have the victory through Christ my Lord. He wants you to be victorious in everything. We're not to walk around being and looking defeated. But we are to hold our shoulders up, hold our head up, and walk in the power and in the authority that God has given us as his children. He tells us, 
put on the breastplate of righteousness. That simply to me is being in his righteousness in right standing with him, in the truth. It's his righteousness we stand in. It's not ours. It's his. And it's his righteousness that covers our heart. It covers all the vital organs just like there. If you'll notice that the breastplate covers his heart, covers vital organs in his life. That's why that's put there, so that it would protect certain parts of his life. Because you hit the heart, can kill you. And so God wants us to be in right standing. And in Proverbs 4, 23, he says, Keep your heart with all vigilance, all alertness, all watchfulness. For out of it, out of your heart springs the very issues of life. So God wants us to take hold of the, what he has given us. It's his righteousness. He's done it all. We, our righteousness, the Bible says, is as filthy rags. But his righteousness is what we stand in. That is our breastplate of righteousness. It covers the most uh, vulnerable areas of our life. Because out of our heart, out of our heart, out of our spirit, comes the very issues of life. And like I said, simply I see it as right standing with God. That we have right standing in his righteousness. He paid the price. And because of that, he lets us stand in his righteousness. Then he says, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I love the, the shoes of peace. And, and actually, in some of them, it shows that they come all the way up to the knees like that. And so he said, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, that we stand fitted in readiness that comes from the peace of his word. He gives us that footing. And they had the shoes because their footing was vital, literally vital in their fight against the enemy. If they had on shoes that were not right, then they would slip and fall or lose their footing and could lose their life. And that's why the, the, the shoes that we have on from the gospel of peace, that we're ready, we know the word of God, we understand his promises, that he is with us, that the victory is ours, and we can walk in that peace and not in fear because of what he has done. Because he says the victory is ours, but it's his way and not our way. Always remember that. It's God's way, not our way. It's his, he said, put on the armor of who? God. It's his armor. It's his protection over us. Then he says, above all, I love that. He's, he's saying, above everything that you do, take the shield of faith. And why? Because that shield will be able to quench all the fiery darts that the wicked one sends at you, all the lies. I believe those darts are simply lies that he comes at you and you hold it up and say, no, I don't believe that. That's not true. That's not from God. That's where discerning comes into our life. 
we need to be able to discern the things of God. We need to be able to discern what is of God and what is not of God. There is a, a discerning that is in the natural realm that we can sense things, that we can perceive things. There's something about that that you, you have your senses exercised because you're on the meat of the word. The milk of the word, you're unskillful. But with the meat of the word, you are skillful. Why? Because you have put into practice the, the, your senses. You can walk in a room and you can somehow hear evil. What is that? You can see things that don't look right. You can smell. You know, evil has a smell. Evil has a smell. It has a taste. It even has a feel. And when you're a child of God and you're walking in that armor, you can feel it. There's something about your senses being exercised to say that's not of God. And in the name of Jesus, I take authority over it. Over it. And so the shield will fight off. But you have to use the shield. You take up. He said, above all, take up the shield of faith. Take up what you believe, what you've been taught in the truth, and use what I've given to you. I wish that we could just put it on, walk around, and, you know, how nice that would be. We don't have to do anything. But he said, above all, take your faith. That's so important to take our faith that we can fight against, that those words and those lies will bounce off because they are not true. So he wants you. He wants you to use that shield. It's just a simple message, but I'm telling you, it is so powerful in your life. And I believe for God to give that to me, there's some of you that are fighting some things in your life, but you're going to have to do what needs to be done as a soldier in your life. As a soldier in your life, you're going to have to do what it takes to be able to stand. He's given you everything. I believe it. I receive it. Hallelujah. I receive that armor. Paul said, put on the whole armor. It's yours. Take it up. The helmet of salvation. The helmet, we have to have something. Look, even he's even got it all the way around his chin and everything. Because you get a hit in the mind, and it will destroy your life. It will destroy your life. Usually you, you get put on a shelf when you get a brain injury to that degree. So the helmet of salvation, the word of God, our literal salvation, what he did on the cross, what he did, he paid the price for everything in our life that we can be sound spiritually and mentally physically, every way we can be sound with that protection because his word is like a wall. It's a protection. You know, they said uh, uh, without a protection, without a wall, a city, if that city is broken down, without a wall, they have no defense. And the way I look at it, the salvation of my God, my Savior is a protection that I can stand against the powers of the enemy because of what Jesus Christ did for us. He provided every single thing.
that we have need of. So knowing the word of God is vital. Jesus did it on the cross. Let's take it. We believe it. And we receive it. And buddy, I feel it. And every day in my life, I feel the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe God is with me, with us as a church, as a people, that we take hold of all that he's done. We need to remember what he's given us, that we don't lay back. Sometimes we get so caught up in where we are and what we're happening that we become gullible. We begin to lay back and say, well, you know, it is what it is, and there's nothing I can do about it. But yes, you have power over the invisible forces in your life through Christ our Lord. Paul said there's going to be, uh, there are demonic spirits. There are principalities. Jesus has already defeated them. That's why we have the victory. We have the victory over the devil and all of his plans and strategies through everything that Christ has given us. And then he said, take up the sword of the Spirit. This is the one thing that we have to fight the enemy with. Does anybody know what that is? It's the Word of God. That we wield that, spirit, that sword skillfully. That we know how to use it. That we've been trained. And that's why as we come each week, we're being trained to know how to do things, to know how to walk. Does anybody here think they've got it all yet? We don't. But we're learning and we're progressing in the things of God. And what's wrong, he's going to make right. And what's right, he's going to make us stronger in. So the word of God is the one thing that we can fight the enemy with. It's sharper, the Bible says, than any two-edged sword. To the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. It can separate. It can let you know what's of the soulish realm and what's of God and what's not of God. It separates the joints and the marrow and the discerning of the thoughts. The word will discern your thoughts and your intent. The power of God and the word of God is the best defense that we have. That was the one thing that, that the soldier had to be able to protect himself was the sword. That's what he fought with. And he was protected, but yet he had the word of God to to defeat the enemy. And then last of all, he said, is to pray. Paul was speaking here. Prayer is where we draw our strength and our trust in God as we go and rely on him. Prayer is what activates, as far as I'm concerned, the armor. It activates it. And the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. God is a good God. And I just want to simply ask you today, all this word was is a reminder of, of what God has given to you, how you need to use it, that the enemy is under our feet. If you walk in peace, I've always said, if you walk in the peace of what God has for you, that the enemy has no power because you know you have victory. But when you're out of peace, there's something going on in your life, and you need to get into peace. If you're saying, I don't know if God's going to help me, then you need to get somewhere and get down on your knees, get in church, get filled with the Word of God, and know that He is with you because your feet are to walk in peace in God. We're to walk as He walked. I just see myself fitting myself right in His shoes. 
that the word of God be so powerful and quick and that I can walk in peace as we stand against the forces of darkness. They're there. We don't have to fear because of what God did. And that's why Paul said, you know, above all, you know, take the shield of faith. Above all, do these things. Stand in, in the presence of Almighty God. Paul was thrown in prison. He was beaten. He was shipwrecked. Everything and anything could happen to that man. I believe probably happened. But there was something of strength in him. He was strong in the Lord. And nothing deterred him from walking after Christ and preaching the word. He did not let the things of this world stop him from moving forward. Do we allow that? Do we allow that in our life? That we would allow the things of this world to keep us down? I know it's not easy, the things that we face. But if we will put our trust in him and use that sword and fight back with the word where the enemy wants to pull you down, that you can discern in a greater way because of the armor of God that's upon you, because you walk in him, you walk in his truth. Are you battle ready today for whatever you might face? Let me ask, just throw this out. What kind of shape is your armor in? Do you feel strong today or... Do you just feel like you're kind of flapping around? or God wants your armor strong. He wants you to stand up and say, I have what it takes in this situation, and you are not going to beat me down, and you are not going to lay me to the floor and hold me down. In the name of Jesus, for I rise up in Jesus' name. I take authority over the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. And I cast you down. I render you helpless and powerless in my life in the name of Jesus. You have no right as a child of God to come at me in any way, shape, or form, for I take hold of the word of God. The helmet of salvation is on me. I stand in him this day. Is your sword sharp? Are you sharp in the word today? Do you know the word well enough that you can cut down things and out of your life and you can defeat the enemy? Your word, the word of God is so sharp in you that when you speak it, there is a, a force that goes from you through Christ in you speaking the word of God. It is necessary for a Christian to understand how to stand. Paul said, I beg you, I plead with you, put on the whole armor of God. You're not fighting flesh and blood. You're fighting principalities and things of the invisible realm that you don't see, but through the power and the word of God, he has given us power and authority to rule over and to have dominion through Christ Jesus over these things. He wants you, your, your foundation of faith. He wants it grounded and firmly rooted in your life that you can stand up against a force of evil that you will face every day of your life. That's why you can't take it off and lay it down, but that you stand strong in him. And I want to ask you through prayer, praying in the Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to pray through you, that we put our trust in him to strengthen us. I pray, Holy Spirit, pray for me. Pray for the church. Pray through me in the name of Jesus. And that's what he wants to do through your life and through mine. 
that we put our faith and our trust in our one true God that helps us to walk through this valley and through this. Even David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear any evil because you're with me, Lord. Your word, I always say, he says, the rod and the staff, I always say your word and your spirit, they comfort me. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So he wants you to have an open communication with God that he can give you the strategy that you need for your life. I pray today that God, through this word, will open you up to say, hey, God, show me what I need to see. Do I have a weak place in my armor? Am I walking in the peace? Am I... Am I wielding this sword to the degree that, it's, that I need to be? Give me strategy. Show me. Where I'm weak, you're strong. You're strong. You're strong. And that's what I pray for you today, that God will enlighten you, that your discerning today, because of, of the Word of God, will open your eyes, that scales that may have been on your eyes and have grown over your eyes simply because you allow the enemy to deceive you and to pull you down. That you stay alert. Be alert, he said, and walk circumspectly because the days are evil. Walk upright. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Know that he's done it for us, that you walk in peace, that you can accomplish in this world what God wants us to accomplish. And we are a mighty army in God. I tell you, if one... If one of us can have a power and authority over a thousand, then two of us, three of us, all of us can stop the powers of darkness in our lives and in the lives of our families and in the lives of those that desire to be whole. We can do it together. And with Christ and with the word coming forth and what God is doing in this hour is enlightening us and strengthening us and showing us truth where we may be off. He's going to get us on the right footing. Because we seek him, we love him, and we need him today and every day of our life. So I want to pray for you this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I just pray that you'll continue to bless your people for spiritually and mentally and physically, socially and financially, that your hand, Father, continue to be upon their lives and bless them and take them forward and open their eyes to the things that they need to see. Open their eyes, Father. You can even take us and show us things in the spiritual realm that needs to be seen. You can show us things to come, but as we are strong in you and grow in you, may you be glorified, Father, in this day and in this time. We ask it all. In Jesus' name and for his sake, amen. Okay. God bless you all today, and you are dismissed. It's been a good day in God. Hallelujah.